1: Of the sack City Podcast. Welcome in to another Fun and Games Friday edition here in the city. I am your host, the one and only Vinnie Milani, joined as always by Aaron, the Mukesiah Mukes, aka my best friend. Uh, and below us, we have your boy, Mr. Graduate himself. Who knows if he got the valedictorian or not because the grades haven't been submitted for full sale yet because they decided (laughs) to have the graduation before the last day of school. Ever heard of that? He is your boy, A.J. Johnson. It's a beautiful March or April 1st evening here in the city. A.J., how are you doing today?
2: I bet some of y'all thought I wasn't going to make it back to two shows in a row. but A lot of y'all were just like, who is this clown they brought on? Giving the Patriots a C for their free agency grade. Why well, they got him on the show. Hope they never bring him back. Well, guess what? I'm here for the second day in a row. And I'm excited. And I can't wait to chop it up with you guys. Funny Games Friday is back. I've missed it. I'm hyped. It's a good day. It's a good day. I'm saying I'm hyped because that green light went on. In all honesty, tired as shit.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh Aaron. Mr. Busy, you've had a, you've had quite the day. You've had quite the day prepping for this show. How you feeling? How, what's the blood pressure at?
0: Um I'm good. I'm actually uh, I'm good. I'm starting to settle down and uh I'm ready to talk some uh, some football, man. I'm ready to outdraft you guys. Are we are so are we allowing I think I I put this in the description. We we're allowing the fans to vote who drafts the best team, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's how that's how it is. I'll get 100%. we'll get We'll get to the rules and every everything in just a little bit. We are drafting the 2021 draft class uh, to, to, on tonight's show. Getting you guys ready for this coming draft season. This is our first step uh, towards that direction. And why not go back into the past and see uh, how the rookies did last year. We'll draft that on this evening's show. But it is Friday. It is a fun in the games Friday. And it's a special one because we have your boy AJ Johnson coming back with us. So we're going to go to, we're going to take it back. We're going to do just like a traditional fun and games Friday here. And I'm going to ask you, gentlemen, what was your favorite part of the week that was sports? And AJ, I'll start with you, buddy.
2: Well, ladies, and gentlemen, for me, the greatest part of the week that was sports was that beautiful game between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets last night. And Giannis Antetokounmpo passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on this step back three. Did y'all know a seven footer the size of Giannis? Could hit a step back three like that? Did you watch Joel and B try to learn from James Harden day in and day out? Couldn't get it. But Giannis to tie the game in the fourth, take him to overtime with a step back three against the Brooklyn Nets in a game that means so much because it was heavy last year in the Eastern Conference semifinals. To do that and pass Kareem on the biggest stage of the night, like that. That was it was epic to see. I'm enjoying watching what Giannis is becoming. It's only a couple of short years before LeBron's gone. And Giannis makes a serious case for the face of the NBA, which would be huge because it's a European we're talking about.
1: Is he, I the be- done yet. is he the best player in the NBA?
2: He's got some things to take care of. There's, I still think KD is better than him. Um, Giannis is one of the most unguardable players in the world, but KD does things he can't do. Giannis does things KD can't do. Um, he's he's going to surpass him, but today, I, and I've had this conversation with multiple people, today I still have KD as, as better than Giannis. Not by much. But I still have him as better than Giannis.
0: It's his fun and games Friday. It's his best thing that happened this week. I'll let him have this moment. But you don't no, gotta agree. Y- Gian- you Giannis don't right now agree. is the best. Giannis right now is the best player in basketball. Ooh.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's shift. Let's shift to to mine. I'll take over here real quick. Uh, my best thing in the week that was sports. It's the New York Rangers the Rangers went out at the trade deadline and acquired three players, Frankie Vetrano, this guy right here, Frankie Vitrano, and Andrew cop and Tyler Mott, but really Andrew cop here is the biggest acquisition. Him and Frankie V man, the Rangers have been phenomenal since acquiring these three players and they're all on point streaks. They all have, I believe cop has six goal or six points in five games. Frankie V has like seven points in eight games. This has been such a great season for the New York Rangers. Like uh, like kind of like a surprise season. I shouldn't say great. Like as in they're the best team in the league, but this has been a a very fun season to watch New York Rangers because they're not flashy. They're not fancy, but they're just winning hockey games. And that's just so much fun to watch. Although they are now getting beaten by the New York Islanders who are not going to make the playoffs. They're losing two to nothing. And this uh, feels great talking about this, but the acquisitions from the New York Rangers and them and their performance has been the best week or the best thing in sports for me.
0: Boom. Aaron. Um, I I don't watch much hockey nowadays, Uh, mostly because we transitioned to this football and I'm so busy doing football, but, uh, yeah, great, great job for the Rangers. I'm happy for you as a Rangers fan. Um, yeah, I think mine's better. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take a little back. And we don't have no B-roll for this. Um, I I just put some B-roll in there. Check your private chat, by the way. So now I'm good. I'm really caught up. Um, I'm going to take it to my homegrown town right here in Sacramento, California. There's a rivalry going on between Franklin High School and El Grove High School. That's right. High school baseball. Of course, I'm biased. My son plays for Franklin high school and this week they're taking on their rival, El Grove and uh, game one on Tuesday. They won 10 to nothing. First time that the, they've ever run ruled that school and Saturday they'll be going for the sweep. Cause as yesterday uh, they won a big game uh, down two to one in the fifth inning. One of the studs, Mississippi state, Nolan Stevens came up, hit a two run bomb. And then my son, with the go-ahead hit by pitch, with bases loaded in the seventh, top of the seventh, <laughs> they got the win, four to three, and um, yeah, so it's a big time, a big time rivalry, big time game tomorrow. They're looking for the sweep again. I believe this is going to be the first sweep Franklin's ever had of Elk Grove High School, and um, I believe in the past we've talked about Elk Grove High School and the amount of product and talent they've put into the major into Major League Baseball. Um, with Dylan Carlson and Nick Madrigal and guys like that, so um, I'm excited for that tomorrow morning. Got to get some sleep tonight, rest up because I got to bring my A game as a as a as a fan dad. Gotta bring your, boy, my
1: your boys going your boys going in the first round, according to Dylan. That's that's what's uh, that's how yeah, it works. Dylan,
0: yeah, Dylan. You've noticed Dylan's not on the show much. He doesn't know much of anything about anything, <laughs> but you know. But yeah, but you know.
1: My. I mean, what I'll know. take it,
0: but I'm also a very <laughs> realistic person.
1: Yeah, so fair enough. Fair enough.
0: What uh, round do you think your son would go? He's not a major league baseball player right now. He got to get to college, man. I'm a very realistic dad. The fact is, is do I think he can play at the next level? Yeah, I do think he can play college baseball. That's where we're at now. I don't, you know, we're talking one percenters in major league baseball. Even guys that get drafted sometimes don't ever get to play in the big leagues. So that's an unrealistic um, expectation. You can dream big, but we like to keep it realistic around here. We're just looking to play college ball. And uh, he's got a couple of years to to get that done.
1: We're rooting for him. We we're rooting for him here in the city. Rooting for him, the city. Uh, in the city. Uh, all right, so that was the best the of best thing in sports this week. Something along those lines, whatever the new title is going to be, or whatever the title is. Uh, again, we have a great draft coming up in just a little bit, but there were some some news. We're not going to be doing a news and nugs today, but there are a few top stories. Some that broke just moments before the show, and one that happened earlier on this week that really caught. I don't know if it caught people by surprise, but it was a pretty big deal, especially in the NFC West. It is Bobby Wagner signing a five year deal with the Los Angeles Rams. Yes. Five years, $50 million uh, for the Pro Bowl linebacker. Now making that defense absolutely stacked. We saw the reports that, that came out. He was uh, interested in the Cowboys and they visited the Ravens and Ended up with the Los Angeles Rams. The rich get rich. The, the rich get richer is what you posted on our uh, Twitter, right, Aaron? That's that's what it is, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, it's just happened all off season long. Super Bowl champions go out and add a middle, you know, a, a linebacker that that they kind of need. Like it, we, they won the Super Bowl, but one of their deficiencies was at the linebacker position, and now you go add one of the best in football. And I was I wanted to talk about this today because. I was scrolling through our lovely TikTok page, and I came across somebody's page who started bashing Bobby Wagner, saying they overpaid for him and that he's not that good anymore, and um, that he's kind of declining. So I, I, I didn't, I wasn't quite aware of what his numbers looked like last year, and then I had to go back and look and realized. He had the most tackles of his career last year. Um, he actually had a very effective season last year. Their defense just wasn't good as a whole. So uh, stop with the Bobby Wagner is not what he used to be. This guy's an elite linebacker. He still has some good running left in him, three years, four years, whatever it is. This guy is a six-time first team all pro at the linebacker position. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Um He's had defensive player of the year votes and he's done it kind of under the radar, especially when they had Legion of boom back there. That yeah. was kind of getting most of the attention. So uh, shout out to Bobby Wagner. Good for him getting his payday. And he's on a team that has a chance to win a super bowl.
1: There's like, yeah. there there's questions I want to ask about, like there's standard questions, like as, as me and like what I do, like there's standard questions I ask when like big signings happen. But like, to me, when I think about this deal, I mean, it's a no brainer, great deal for the Los Angeles Rams. And they're already one of the best teams in the national football league. So it's like, what is this? How much better can this Rams team be AJ? What were your thoughts when this deal came up and you saw this, this signing for, for Los Angeles?
2: What a way to end March. I mean, we just got done talking about how it was slowing down and it was getting into that dead zone and, Bam, $50 million, five years, Bobby Wagner. Now, fact of the matter is, you'll probably see two or three of those years, and that's the way they structure these contracts now. But you're getting a guy who has averaged 138 tackles a season for the last decade. He's got the most tackles in the NFL since 2012. You're talking about locking down three levels of a defense that we've watched get rid of people each year and wonder how they're going to do it the next season, and they always find a way. So now you're forcing offenses to really think and think quickly. You got to throw it quick because Aaron Donald's there. You got to be careful in the middle of the field because Bobby Wagner's there. You got to lock down more than likely one (laughs) part of the field because Jalen Ramsey's there when he doesn't want to, as Aaron would say, make the wrong choice and jump passes. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, to start there, we're talking about, what is I think it's um, 15, 15 Pro Bowls between the guys, at least, if not more. So this is a defense that's starting in the right way, and now you can focus on getting some young talent in there because you have really, really solid fantastic top-of-the-line elite defensive veteran so great move by the Rams smart timing and now they can focus towards the draft
1: yeah literally you just put it perfectly they now have all three layers of the field like just covered with a star Aaron Donald up front (laughs) second layer you got you got Bobby Wagner and third layer you got Jalen Ramsey it's like it's it's so unfair and then you have Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford on the other side of the ball it's going to be so much fun to see L.A. try and run it back next year. Uh, There was one <laughs> other move that happened that took place just moments before the show that we decided to add to the doc here. Xavier Howard getting the bag, becoming the highest paid cornerback in the NFL with a five-year $90 million extension that includes $50.7 million in new money. It's, it is it is <laughs> Xavier Howard got paid. Aaron, did he deserve – I don't want to say did he deserve it. Of course he deserved it. But is this an overpay for Xavier Howard?
0: No, this was a way for the Miami Dolphins to manipulate the salary cap and keep one of the best corners in football happy, right? You pay him. You give him new money. You extend out the contract. It creates cap space now. Um, to allow them to be a little bit more flexible, obviously to bringing over Tyreek Hill and signing that deal, they're going to have some salary cap um, kind of things that they have to kind of work around. So um, that's to me, what it was more about. It was more about the the number and the cap issue than it was about trying to pay Zavian Howard. I think Xavier Howard was going to get paid regardless, but remember he just signed that deal uh, a few years ago and he actually got hurt for a minute and then, but he's always been one of the better corners in football. So um, not surprising to me, he deserves to get paid. He deserves to be paid one of, as one of the top corners in football if not the top and yeah good for him
1: AJ what's that contract look like now and then then moving forward uh,
2: so 90 million now 50 in new money he's going to be making about 25.3 a year uh, which is right up there where he wanted to be paid if you remember after that 10 interception season uh, he really started in the right way making noise about being valued watching some of the way the money was going around the NFL and they finally did right him. they had another season and he wasn't at the same exact level but he was still one of the best cornerbacks in football and he was a big reason why that defense and that miami football team got it together moving forward um i i I think you'll see it get restructured again just like again like these contracts are in the back half of it but for now he's getting some 50 million of new money ain't nothing to scoff at so happy for him hope
1: he hope he lives up to the contract and i believe he will aaron go top five cornerbacks in the nfl no particular order
0: top five Jalen yeah. Ramsey, Xavier Howard, Tredavious White, Marlon Humphrey.
1: Can't don't think Jair he missed Alexander.
0: He missed Trayvon? a lot of last year. Um, yeah. If I'm basing, if I'm basing it on last year, uh, you know what, you know who I'm going to give it to. And this is going to sound crazy. Patrick Sertan. It's a good one. He played really <laughs> he struggled out of the gate and he played really, really well down the stretch. And I think right now he's gonna take that leap into that, into that group.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, all right. All and right. this is
0: right uh, as uh, of right now going into this season. Do I do I think they had the best five seasons last year, obviously, or the best five last year? No, obviously not. But um going forward, I would say those five
1: off okay. the top of my head. All right, all right. Let's uh let's play some tunes. And AJ. Gonna need you here, buddy. Hmm. Gonna need you to step up big. Big time. Playing okay. games Friday, Big first to get Friday back. You gotta hit them hard. Damn. Gotta hit them strong, gotta hit them fast. Tell them where they can follow us at.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, head on over to Sack City Pod. Where are you gonna do that at? On Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on YouTube, where we keep it real three nights of the week, and even more than that when football comes. I hope y'all are prepared to watch the boys from the city represent the area code of nfl aha see what i did there head over to sex city pod (laughs) hit that subscribe hit those likes and tell somebody tell everybody that you found your favorite podcast sex
1: city pod baby you nailed it you absolutely nailed it Bravo, brava! I missed that voice. I missed it. I missed it.
0: All right. This fool said bravo <laughs> 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 All
1: right. Let's get into broad. it. Yeah, let, let let's get into it. So what we're doing here tonight is we are redrafting the draft. We're redrafting the top the 2021 draft uh, last year. It was it was a fun. We did a, we did so much coverage of it. We co- really covered it from in and out. And one thing we did is we did this episode already. We we already drafted this draft. But that was before that draft actually happened. And this is what our teams look like. Aaron, this was your team. Trevor Lawrence, Javante Williams, Rashad Bateman, the Muth of Luth. Not a bad team you had here. Really, you didn't have a bad team. And no, AJ, my, team is,
0: my team is legit.
1: Yeah, and then AJ's team, even AJ's team wasn't too bad I mean, other than Brevin Jordan and, and Justin <laughs> Fields and Zayvon Collins. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Mm, uh... And then my team, it wasn't That bad. Other than J. C. Horn getting hurt, I mean, you still had a lot have a lot of potential with this team here. But this was April sixteenth, twenty twenty one. We are going to redraft this entire draft, looking forward, looking back at what they've done. And the rules are simple, gentlemen. It's a snake draft. Aaron has Aaron gets to decide the order because he is the reigning, defending, fun in games Friday champion. We're on eight rounds. You have to draft a quarterback a running back, a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, a linebacker and a defensive back only players from the 2021 draft. And the voting will take place on the Sac city pod Twitter for you. Ladies and gentlemen, the poll will be out tomorrow for you guys to vote and determine whose team is truly the best. Aaron, Mr. Winner, decide the draft order. Um, I'm going to go with, um,
0: I know what I told you earlier. I didn't care, but the order's AJ, myself, and then Vinny.
1: (laughs) Cool. Now I have to change this graphic that I made. All right, cool. This is great. This is great. Okay. You do you. Okay. That's great. That's great. It's great. It's great. great, Okay. All right. All right. Well then, uh, AJ,
2: you're on the clock. Take it away. Hmm. All right. Well, um, for the first pick, uh, most people would say you should go QB here. Um, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Uh, what I would like to do is I'm going to get one of the best wide receivers uh, out there, and I'm going to go ahead and snag Jamar Chase, and I'm okay with that. Transcendent player, great rookie year. Uh, I mean, top. We could argue he came in as a top five wide receiver last season. 1,455 yards. Uh, only he had 868 receiving yards. On one on one plays. That's behind Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams only in the entire league. Broke the rookie record, was a stud on 15, 14 of the 17 games. Really high profile season. And I think, I don't think that's a fluke. I don't think it's a flash in the pan. I think we're staring at a really, really good receiver uh, for years to come. I'm going to grab Jamar Chase first for,
1: and be happy with it. Jamar chase can easily be the best wide receiver in football moving forward. Like that's the thing. That's why this is a good pick. Like I, I appreciate that pick from you, AJ. That was, that was a good pick because like I said, he can be the best wide receiver in the NFL moving forward. Like Aaron, you brought up Patrick Sertan possibly being in the top five this year. When you look at wide receivers, you could easily throw Jamar chase in the top five wide receivers, just as you do with Patrick Sertan.
0: Yeah, I like the pick. Um, I wouldn't have gone that route, and I'll tell you why when I make my pick. But, um, but I mean, you're, you can't go wrong. Jamar Chase, obviously, rookie of the year, put up legit numbers. Um, we're talking about a guy that, against man-to-man coverage, had the most yards. So you can't single cover him because he is going to beat you. Uh, he, he's a really, really good player. And, um, yeah, AJ got a, a nice pick there. He could have been the number one overall draft pick in the draft last year. We've talked about that. So um, he's very, very talented. Great pick.
1: It's my turn. You are on the clock.
0: All right. So um, I, I thought long and hard about this, and I might get some some pushback if I do this, but I don't care. Because see, I'm about winning, and winning is everything to me. So I'm gonna be smart here. My first pick is the guy that AJ loves oh so much, Mr. Kyle Pitts. That's right, Kyle Pitts. The only pick here at the number one is because tight end is such a scarce position. You're looking at the second tight end in NFL history to have a receiving 1,000 yards for his rookie year. He fell just short of Mike Dicka breaking that record. Um, this is a guy with a shallow tight end class we saw and going forward there look it's him it's pat Fryermuth, and then there's a drop off to brevin jordan right so um i'm gonna lock that number one tight end who could be a number one weapon lock him up now take the best tight end um it was an easy selection for me i i was hoping that AJ would go somewhere else. I was like, you know what? Yeah. He might not take Kyle Pitts Cause he thinks we'll call him a Homer and, I <laughs> and it worked out exactly the way I wanted it.
1: Kyle. Pitts, Well, well done. Well done. That's a great pick. That, that, that yeah. really is a good pick.
2: Yeah. I, uh, that, that was the only other place I was going to go right there. And, uh, probably could have probably should have. Cause I had a list of wide receivers a lot longer, but you know, there's just something about that man, Jamar chase and, the. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy with, it. you know, I I got something in store. It's cool. Go ahead and get your tight end, Vinny. It's cool.
1: Uh, I'm not going to take my tight end right here, but I have, I have back-to-back picks. So maybe oh. I'll take them after that. Uh, but I will take, we talk about players who are the best at their position or could be the best or top five or whatever. This player actually is arguably the best player at his position right now after one year. And it's Micah Parsons. We talked about it all year. Micah Parsons was so dominant all year. 93, uh, 93 pass rush grade. He was a first team all pro. that. That right there. First team all pro. That is stuff that you don't really do or you don't really see as a rookie. And Micah Parsons did that. It didn't look like Micah Parsons was a rookie all season long. This dude was a dog all season long. Dominant. And he I, I, arguably him and Trayvon Diggs single-handedly changed this Dallas Cowboys defense all season I, you throw in Randy Gregory and then Demarcus Lawrence, but Micah Parsons was dominant all year long finished in the, in the defensive player of the year race. I mean, this dude is that dude and it's plain and simple. Micah Parsons is my pick. I'm not a Homer.
0: You're not, you're, you're not wrong. Um, I, again, I thought about going Micah Parsons there. I thought the depth at a linebacker position. I got some guys that I like in that, in that spot, Um, but I mean, Micah Parsons are arguably the best player in the draft as well. Um, going forward, what he did last year was nothing short of amazing. So that's, that's a great pick to get at number three.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, so that was the first round. AJ took Jamar chase, Aaron, you took Kyle Pitts, and I took Micah Parsons and AJ, you did discuss, I was going to take a tight end with, uh, with my pick. And that's exactly what I'm doing (laughs) because I am taking the booth, the booth, Pat, Friar Muth is going to be my selection. What can I say about the Muth? He had arguably the best name all season long to say on pigskins and pancakes during our fantasy football shows. He was sixth amongst a tight end and contested catches. He was big Ben's guy all year long. And I got to give credit. I got to give credit here because Aaron, you were on the Muth well before the Muth was the thing. Last year, you were on him saying that don't be surprised when he sneaks up in there. Big Ben likes him in the end zone. We saw it all season long. He was a touchdown machine at at points in the season. And like Aaron said, it's pretty simple. It's Kyle Pitts, the Muth, and then everybody else. So I will lock down not only Pat Fryermuth because he's a great pick, but also because he is the last remaining tight end. (laughs) <laughs> aaron you're yeah, on the man. clock
0: all right pat Fryermuth, good pick i like it um my, my pick here i think is pretty easy for me as well uh, we talked about i talked about him when i listed my top five uh you got to get a db in this league got to have somebody to cover jamar chase um my guy is pat Sertan. we talked about it one of the nicest rookies to come out of the draft uh, we talked about him maybe going to Dallas. He ends up in Denver, and what an impact he had. Again, only allowing 60 yards, receiving yards once in 2021. He started out a little bit slow, got really hot late, and this is a guy is physical. He likes to play in your face. He can tackle. He does everything on the field, and I think he was easily the best corner in, the, in last year's draft class. Now, there's arguably some safeties out there that played really, really well. Um, you did not specify corner and safety. You just specified defensive back. I'm going to go with the guy that can cover in a league that requires some covering skills. I'll go Pat Sertan.
1: Yep. Yep. I did not. Yeah. I did not specify uh, between a cornerback and a defensive back. Cause I thought that there was between the two positions. I like, I, I thought that it was a fair, there was a better pool when you look at DBs as a whole, instead of cornerback and then safety. So that's, that's how I went with there. So we can agree to disagree with that. I almost oh, really? told you to change it, but it's, oh. it's okay. OK, good thing you did. It's, it's
0: OK. We can we can talk about it later. But yeah,
1: it, it's OK. OK. All right. AJ, you are on the clock, sir, Not with bad. two picks. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So for my second pick, um, you know, I got my outside threat. Um, I think we can still wait on some uh, certain people. So I'm going to go ahead and get my trench guy um, and I'm going to take one of the best offensive linemen in the game. And that's Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater had himself a year, one of four linemen, as you see, to record a run and pass grade of 80 plus. Only 22 years old, came in the league like a bona fide pro, uh, has locked down and been a big part of that reason that Justin Herbert's been able to sit back there and throw dimes and throw for 45 and 5,000 yards a season. Um, And he's only going to get better. Uh, Rashawn Slater, when he gets going, when he gets to the second level, he's coming with speed, he's coming with agility, he's coming with power. I've watched this man do pancakes seven to eight yards off the line, uh, just taking people down. So, Rashawn Slater, lock him down, put him on my line, and uh, call it a very happy day for me
1: it's a good, mm-hmm. uh, that's a good pick. That is a good pick. The, the, the offensive line position, I felt like was an interesting one just because there's, there's, it's hard to judge an offensive lineman, right? It's hard for us as a, like, it's hard for most people to judge an offensive lineman. You judge by PFF, which we don't have a subscription to sorry, Bengals fans. Uh, but then you have to really watch and you have to study, you have to see what's going on. Uh, so it, it is, it Rashawn Slater was good all season long and the third the second round shaped up like this even though that says first round uh aj you took Rashawn slater Aaron, you took patrick Sertan, and i took pat the mooth fryer mooth aj you're on the clock for the third round
0: at duncan we're getting ready for sunnier days with our sunrise batch Ice coffee a bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa tangy sweetness and toasted nuts Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer.
2: It's a very special player, and he's going to help out my next player quite well. Um, and I am going to go with my guy in the backfield, a bona fide stud. Give me Najee Harris. I mean, a workhorse. Came into the league. We talked about a horrible offensive line, and he still came in and did the damn thing. Led all running backs with 381 touchdowns. Had the most targets around running backs with uh, 97 second most rushing attempts with 307. And piled up over 1,200 yards uh all purpose it's been it's been a great thing to watch this man work of course you can worry about the workload he got in his first year but I mean if I can get that entire rookie contract and have him running and receiving and and putting work in like that I'm okay with it uh Najee Harris came out and he he made a lot of us believers when we thought that he'd be in trouble with an offensive line that couldn't do anything for anybody behind the five of them so uh give me Najee Harris and once again I'll be happy with it
1: good that's a great pick because i felt like I, I felt like there were guys in this like in this class like there were very few of them that you could say that are already like amongst the rest of the league like there's no there's no sophomore breakout season that's needed because they have already broken out and naji harris is one of those so that's yeah. a great pick
0: that is a good pick is it my pick
1: it is your pick sir. Is, sir yes it is
0: um, once again, AJ does exactly what I need AJ to do, um, which is which is take the running back that I want him to take. It leaves me the running back that everybody knows mm-hmm. I was going to get because yes. I wasn't going to let him fall to Vinny. Everybody knows who's on my team. It's Javante Williams. Listen, you talked about Najee Harris and the amount of touches he had. I can only imagine if Javante Williams had that many touches. He led the league in missed tackles per force per attempt. One thing that he had that Najee was not, Javante was very, very efficient with his touches. Um, this is a guy that this year is going to take that next step as the lead back in Denver. And you're going to see, he's going to emerge as a top five to seven running back in the, in the, in the NFL this season. Um, there is nobody else I wanted in the backfield. I wouldn't, have, if, if I took a running back first, it was going to be Javante. I told you last year before the draft, I thought he would be the best back coming out of college and end up in the NFL. And I still believe that uh Javante Williams sign him up team Aaron
2: you uh you know I like that pick I definitely do and it came down to uh open my mouth and let a name come out type of decision so
0: I ain't mad at it I
2: think Najee fits that style that I like a little bit more just is just the way he kind of runs that and I I know uh Javante is a mean runner just uh, some of the things the highlight style plays kind of that swagger style that Najee likes to bring to the game I kind of I kind of
1: wing uh, towards that so that's kind of where i ended up going naji hmm. so that means i don't take a running back anymore so i can wait on that one uh i am <laughs> on the clock for two picks and i'm going to start things off with taking the other defensive back that i felt like deserves a pick here because i feel like there's there could be a drop-off here with with defensive backs after sertan and this guy javon holland the miami oh. dolphins Javon Holland, 69 tackles, two and a half sacks, two interceptions for this season. He had five games this season with multiple disrupted dropbacks, and he played at least 96% of snaps in his 11 games this season. This man was an absolute dog for the Miami Dolphins when he played. And I think that if with the time, with the space that he has in Miami and he's going to be trusted a lot. I think Javon Holland is going to be that dude for the Dolphins, and he is the second best. And I, I I will give it to Aaron. Patrick Sertan is the number one DB out of this class so far. But Javon Holland could be the best safety in the NFL in five years. So uh, that I will lock down, and I will say Javon Holland is my pick. And then I've got another one. Oh, man, this one's tough. This one's tough. Actually, I don't think it is that tough because, again, you're going to see a theme here with my picks. I'm going to keep saying there's the picks that I have. There's a drop off after whatever player I pick, uh, Firemuth and then Holland. And now I will go with let me find his little thing here. Okay, Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey was arguably the offensive player, offensive rookie of the year. Obviously it goes, that award goes to the flashiness of a wide receiver, a flashiness of a quarterback or a running back. Creed Humphrey was a pro, a veteran all season long, basically for the Kansas City Chiefs, zero pressures allowed in six of the last seven games for them. 17 starts for, for the Chiefs, 97 0.7% pass block win rate for a team like the chiefs who have to really, they throw all the time. I mean, there's the running game is, is here and there for the chiefs, but when you have an offensive lineman like Creed Humphrey, that you can rely on every single game to protect the best quarterback in the NFL, sign me up for some Creed Humphrey.
0: Very good pick. That was, um, that was my choice. There was between Javante Williams or Creed Humphrey. Cause, but I did not want to get stuck with a Michael Carter or, (laughs) uh, Elijah Mitchell or anybody like that. Cause I don't have full faith that there'll be a top running back in the NFL, um, for years to come. Whereas I feel like I can find an offensive lineman, um, who I'll get to later that, that can do that, that started making strides doing that late in the season. So I did not go there, but that's, that's the best center right now. He's best center in football, and yep. it's it's crazy that to say that after a rookie because you've yeah. never seen it before, but um, he is. So yeah, that's um, what I was going with. Where do I gotta go here? I don't. I don't. Now I gotta figure out what I need.
1: Your team right now is you have Pitts, Sertan, and Javante Williams. Yeah, I
0: know who I have, man.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you said you, where do you go here? I was trying to. I was, I was, I okay, was so this three. this one's
0: actually this one's actually pretty easy for me as well. Um, it's it's a receiver, and I'm I'm gonna go the receiver here, and I know it's it, there's like a toss up, and people might not like this choice because of who they play for, but I'm gonna go with Devonta Smith. You're talking about a guy, and I know everybody probably thought it was Jalen Waddell, but what Devontae Smith did in that offense with very little help was, was really, really special. You're talking about a guy that he was fifth most in deep receptions. He had 12 catches of 20 yards or more. He was only getting better, and his win rate off the line of scrimmage was some of the best in the NFL, especially getting open, finding holes in the zone, uh, running drag routes across the across the field. He ranked in the top three that, uh, that last year. This kid is only going to get better. He is an absolute route running machine. And in the NFL, when you can run routes and you have the speed that Devonte Smith has, you can be effective. I like Devonte Smith going forward, mainly because he's got number one target where as Jalen Waddle now, maybe takes a little bit of a backseat to Tyreek Hill. You don't see as much from him. All he's still going to be special.
1: Um, give me some Devonte Smith here. That, that was that, that was the New York giants pick of this draft. Not because it was a bad pick, but you shocked the world. I, yeah. I thought you were going Jalen Waddle all day. And obviously AJ has got Jamar chase and you've got Devonte Smith that I will have to think about taking Jalen Waddle later on in the draft. <laughs> but like that, I'm, I am very surprised you did not. Cause you were big on Jalen Waddle all year long. Like you've been, a big a big Jalen Waddle supporter I,
0: all year long. I was not a fan of his coming out in the draft. Remember, I was like, I don't trust it. I would not take him if I was the Dolphins. <laughs> I didn't trust his style of play. During the season, I, I really like what he did, but something tells me he requires a little bit more than a Devontae Smith. Like Devontae Smith, I can I can see develop into a receiver where he doesn't have to be schemed up to get the ball. And I, and I really, really like that in a receiver. I want a guy that can just go out and win. And I think Devontae Smith can do that.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, you're on the clock.
2: All right. So, um, I think I have to break the, uh, the streak here. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to have the first player that does not have any B roll, but it's worth it. Uh, uh, my linebacker will be who I'm grabbing here. I'm going with Kansas city's Nick Bolton. Ooh, great, great pick. player. High motor, high runner. He can run, he can cover, he can blitz. He led the team with 112 tackles, 11 tackles for loss. And he's efficient. He only missed six tackles on the entire season. He was a big part of why that Kansas city defense was able to get it going down the stretch him. And of course the leadership of Tyron Matthew, and of course the rushing of uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark, Uh, this guy, I mean, we've seen what can happen with the linebacker position when they start this good, what they can be going forward for years to come. So I think uh, Kansas city's got themselves a stud and I think they're going to enjoy having him for a (laughs) many, many years to come.
0: That
1: that was a good pick. As
0: a, you mentioned B roll. Uh, His B roll is still actually downloading on my computer. (laughs) So uh, he was on (laughs) my list. (laughs) He was on he was on my list. That was my. uh, He was one of the linebackers I had on my list. Uh, But the B roll did not get done downloading in time, so it did not make it into there. So somebody, if somebody picked him, somebody picked him.
1: So yeah, I got the graphic for it. I got the graphic for it. There it is. The fourth round looks like this: Nick Bolton from AJ, Devontae Smith from Aaron, and Creed Hump free from myself uh i i'll put it to you this way uh for linebackers i only had two linebackers listed micah parsons yeah. and nick bolton those nick are the only bolton. two i had listed so like once micah parsons if if someone else would have taken micah parsons i would have desperately taken nick bolton like right away because i didn't have any other right linebackers written and right. i'm sure you have a laundry list of, of linebackers and players and depth here because you are just I, exactly. I, I don't know. But that was the fourth round. AJ, you're back on the clock for the fifth round.
2: Okay. Do I do it?
1: Yes, you Is do. Is something
2: that I make the choice here?
1: Yes, you do. I don't think I do. Yes, you do.
2: I don't think I do. I don't
1: think
2: I do. I, I'm not going to do it. I'll let you guys uh, dictate it for me. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, lock down... Now nah, do it, and I'm a surprise. You know what? I'm a shock the world here. I'm a shock the world here. He's doing I'm it. I'm gonna take my quarterback.
1: You can't take Carson <laughs> Wentz. You can't take Carson Wentz. He's not a rookie. Oh
2: well, then I don't mm-hmm. want to be a
1: part of this draft if I can't have
2: Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm gonna take your guy, Mac Jones. It's okay. It's okay. I know how we felt, and I know how we talked about Mac Jones coming into this league, but he did what he needed to do. He needed. He did what he needed to do in this season: 3,800 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, and a completion percentage of 67.6 and 92% passing rating. He was a very good, very good quarterback. Now, granted, we can talk a lot about how they schemed well for him. But that's what you need your team to do. You don't want them to just go and hope that you do everything, and then they can just come along. You put him in the best position to win, and he did everything that was asked of him and more. Um, he's a quarterback that can manage the game and get right. And I have playmakers, so uh, Mac Jones will be just fine to get us going.
0: You just lost the whole draft. You lost the whole draft. Wow. Mac Jones. Wow. Did you not pay attention to the rules? Did you not pay attention to, it's not just what they did last year. It's what they're doing going forward. Mac Jones. Who the hell is he throwing the football to? The man threw a, one pass Chase, in the game. And Najee Harris. <laughs> the man threw one pass. No, no, this isn't a fantasy team.
1: <laughs> I see what you did this, there. This I, get it I get it. I it. <laughs> I see what you did this there. This is
0: not a fantasy <laughs> team. The man threw one pass in the game. That's how much faith his own team had in him. One. That's all he needed to do. No. That's all he needed stop, to do. Stop, 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 I Matt Jones. <laughs> I, come on, man. Cool. I'm happy. I'm okay, there, there's this? five quarterbacks. There's five quarterbacks out of that draft. You should have took ahead of Mac Jones.
1: Wow. Just like the draft. Oh, wait, no. Mac Jones went third or second. When oh. did, where did Mac, 15th, 14th. There's no, five has, other yeah, quarterbacks. No, never, never, never. Every other quarterback that was
0: drafted that we talk about, including Davis Mills, all should have went ahead of Mac Jones.
2: I didn't and think Mac it Jones about Davis Mills.
0: Mac Jones ceiling is here. Everybody else's ceiling is way up here.
2: I don't know that we know that that's his ceiling. I mean, his ceiling was lower than what we saw when we before the season started. We didn't think he was going to get
0: anywhere near where he did. He how played very he, well. He didn't. He didn't play well. He played Mitchell Trubisky-esque when he was being coddled and managed. That's what happens when, when you get a quarterback, a game manager, Jimmy Garoppolo-esque, and they have a running game and a solid defense and you're not asked to do a lot. Yeah, you can look like you know how to play football. When you're asked to go win a game, that's what we judge quarterbacks on. We don't judge quarterbacks on, hey, can you go off I mean, there and the ball I mean, they did win seven in a row.
1: Great. And then in got their row.
0: ass kicked. And then got their ass kicked and was an embarrassment first round of the playoffs. An absolute it was embarrassment. Still
2: a very young team. Still a very young team. Not a lot to get going.
0: Very young. Their defense was uh, one the of the offense. oldest defenses the in football. And the, the offense, offense has no I, weapons. I, I,
2: and they still won seven games in a row with no offense and a very old defense. When we were like, oh, they're not even going to, well, not we. When someone was like, they're not even going to make the playoffs, they still found their way there.
0: (laughs) They didn't belong there. I'm sorry Carson Wentz was on the Colts.
1: I can't help that. Oh, my. They didn't belong there. The
0: Patriots had no business being in the playoffs. And guess what? They'll have no business this year being in the playoffs again. Mac Jones, take him. He just ruined your whole team. He makes Jamar Chase now look like shit on your team. Because you got Mac Jones. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was fun. Aaron, you're on the clock. Uh, <laughs> all right, so this make this now. I don't know if I should wait for my quarterback or not because I thought <laughs> that for sure you would take like Justin Fields or Trevor thought Lawrence or.
2: I wasn't taking uh, Trevor Lawrence even though he's good, but I thought about Davis Mills and I thought about Justin Fields, but uh, you know, um, I
0: was getting done. I opened my mouth and Mac Jones came out, and again, happy with it. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, you are distraught. Okay, well then you know what I am going to go ahead and I'm going to take. I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my D lineman, and this one was pretty easy for me. I don't have B roll on him either. He was downloading as well. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I finished it. It's New England's Christian Barmore.
1: Ah, that's a great pick. That's my number one D lineman.
0: Yeah, what Christian Barmore was able to do last year was was amazing on that defensive front. And we know, we know Bill Belichick has a knack for kind of finding defensive linemen. I think this was another case uh, where he kind of dropped a little bit. He was third in pass rush win rate uh, with 21% from weeks nine to 18. He picked it up on late in the season. This guy is a, a big stopgap in
1: the middle. Uh, give me some Christian Bartmore. Really good pick. That, that is a really good pick. I get there. <sighs> <laughs> I was planning on taking him with uh, one of these picks that I had now. Uh, but if you didn't take Davis Mills, then I, uh, you know, that the thing is, is like you look at Davis Mills and I'm I'm assuming that this is what you thought of when you didn't take Davis Mills here is that is Davis I mm-hmm. in three years for for the Houston Texans like that's that's the biggest concern here. Like when you look at Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is for sure going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback for the next four or five years. You look at Justin Fields, Justin Fields is most likely going to be the Bears quarterback for the next four to five years. You can even look at Trey Lance and say, okay, he's going to be the Niners quarterback for the next four to five years. So me taking Davis Mills here is difficult. But mm, man, now I'm going with what Aaron went through. Damn, you son of a bitch. In my head, you got to, it makes you feel better,
2: though. That's what I went with before I said Mac Jones. They just ran in a little circle in my head. Yeah, that's fair. But
1: we also <laughs> the other thing we also have to consider here is it's a fan vote. So what what's going to get the fans vote here? <laughs> I mean, I I'm be honest.
0: I never I never think about the fans. Yeah, I said it. Oh, I'm picking oh the my. best team, and if they like it, they like it. If they don't, well, they don't know what they're talking about anyway.
1: So maybe I will I will be able to think about this one here, uh, and kind of marinate on this, uh, Davis mills conundrum here. Let's see if the B rolls in here for this gentleman here. It is not, but I will roll with it. My next pick is going to be my defensive lineman. And I'm going to go with Jalen Phillips that he's my other, my other defensive lineman that I was going to end up taking, uh, Phillips had eight and a half sacks oh. this past season, 16 quarterback hits. He was arguably the best edge rusher in Cause Christian Barmore is right up the middle. He's that type of defensive lineman. When you look at edge, pure edge rushers, Jalen Phillips was the best edge rusher from this draft class this past season, and moving forward, I think he's going to be doing the same thing uh, for the Miami Dolphins. Man, Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips, and then you have Xavier yeah. Howard and Tyreek. The Dolphins, the man, Diamond don't Jones. have that bad of a team. I not told that bad you, of a I team. Mean, I told you, Dolphins are set up. Yeah, that's why the, it, hey, this goes
0: back. Another reason why AJ's pick is trash. <laughs> Mike Jones is going to be third in the division.
1: Man, hey, don't hey, don't be sleeping. Hey, don't be sleeping on your pick. Gonna, the Jets. Your pick's going to be Zach. Well, AJ's pick is, or your pick is going to be Zach Wilson. So we're going to talk about him in just a little bit anyways. Oh man. You already know it. Oh, but hey, that's if I don't take Davis Mills here, which I am going to take Davis Mills here. I It's hard not to go with him. I'm just going to go with it. Davis Mills is going to be my back-to-back pick. It's hard to argue with what Davis Mills did this season and you can look into the future whether or not he's going to be the Houston Texans quarterback for the for the foreseeable future but what he did this season with a garbage garbage team they had no business being where they were in the standings he had a 9 touchdown to 2 interception ratio and a 102.4 passer rating over the final 5 games this season Once he got developing, once he got his feet under him, Davis Mills was the best quarterback, best rookie quarterback in this draft class. He was the best rookie quarterback in this draft class. I know Mac Jones has the stats, but Davis Mills had the talent and did the most with what he had going. Davis Mills is the best rookie quarterback uh, this past season. Whether he is moving forward, I don't know, but I'm going to roll with Davis Mills as my quarterback.
0: You guys are absolutely... (laughs) crazy you guys are insane (laughs) neither one of you guys have already taken your quarterbacks and it's mac jones and davis mills no trey lance no justin fields no trevor lawrence no zach wilson all guys that their ceilings like lap davis mills and lap mac jones because of last year when when a team that won four games listen well you're about to take zach wilson how many games did he win no I'm not now listen but, but I, they're even, eventually there, going to take it's, him it's not about wins it's not I'm not saying it's about wins what I'm but saying is what they did in those wins it's not like they were special 16 touchdowns to 10 intercepts they weren't special they haven't been special in any way they weren't highly touted coming out of college well, cool. like Mike Jones was almost the number three overall pick
1: I gotta oh, I got, a question. Did you I got say a question he was
0: almost the number three overall pick. <laughs> Yeah, really almost. Almost, almost the number three overall pick listen almost okay what i'm saying is you guys if you're redrafting this draft class and now you're telling me if they redrafted today you guys would rather have mac jones and davis mills over trevor lawrence zach wilson trey lance and justin fields that is absolutely ludicrous and insane and i don't believe you guys yeah. even believe that
1: but That's you also you just to did what happened
0: this season you have to consider but what you happened. You just this told me, you just told me we take everything into consideration and now even going forward. And now you're telling me Davis mills has a brighter future than Trevor Lawrence. You're absolutely crazy. I don't even need to take my quarterback right here, but I'm going to just because maybe, maybe <laughs> linebacker. you guys both got your linebacker. I didn't want to go back to back picks with no B oh, yeah. roll. You know, I wanted I'll to get some quarterback to right team. here. This, this is easy. It's not even it's hands down the easiest pick of the draft. Now it's Trevor Lawrence. This guy is supposed to be a generational talent. And when you take into consideration the team that he had around him and the lack of weapons that Vinny lamented when he was playing with Jamal Agnew, he actually had an adjusted completion percentage of 69.7 per PFF because, yes, I do have a subscription to PFF. And the fact of the matter is this guy has elite talent, an elite arm. He has He's mobile. He has every tool you can ask for in his tool bag to be an elite quarterback. He had some games where we seen that. And then he had some moments where he was a rookie and we seen that as well. Like we do with all rookie quarterbacks. This is super easy. It's Trevor Lawrence. It's not close. Let's this
1: one move. hurts. This one hurts. I didn't think anyone was going to take Trevor Lawrence because of the season that he had to be completely honest. That's, that's the route that I He's was a rookie. I'm aware not Everybody but... can come in the league and be Michael Parsons, bro. I'm aware. I am aware, but I thought that would kind of stray people away from him. And now I, sh- I'm shameful. I'm taking the hat off. Yeah, take I, don't off your hat. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. Would you trade Davis Mills for Trevor Lawrence, please? Hell, hell no. <laughs> if you want to go back and pick Trevor Lawrence, I would take. I would go then
0: somewhere else. Davis Mills would never be drafted by me. If you actually look at some of the Davis Mills numbers, I, I thought he played well for what he had. But you look, look at some of the underlying numbers, he wasn't as efficient as I thought he was. He wasn't as good as I thought he was. But at the end of the day, the numbers looked, oh man, he's you know, hanging in there. He's playing pretty well. Um, It wasn't as impressive as I thought. So uh, no Davis Mills. I would have picked Mac Jones over Davis Mills and I would have taken Justin Fields. I would have taken Trey Lance, Lance. taken Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence all over Mac Jones. But
2: To, to, to put this in perspective, I do agree that those guys will probably have brighter futures. However, I also did take into account what I have seen. And the fact of the matter for me is Mac Jones did play much better than I thought he would. And he did enough that I can believe and People used to talk the way you talk about uh, Mac Jones, about Alex Smith, all the time. And all he did was put up multiple four thousand plus yard seasons, never turned the ball over. Granted, he didn't go to the Super Bowl. I get it. Patrick Mahomes had to Smith come in and take care. Of Mac it. Jones. But I, yeah, but now Mac you can Jones see is a statue. Ceiling, though Mac I mean, Jones Alex Smith a wasn't great. He could move a
0: little bit. He wasn't. He wasn't taking off and running all over the world. Did you not watch Alex Smith play football? Alex Smith was very mobile. Very mobile. Earlier? earlier. (laughs) Man, you're crazy. You just love it. Hey, Mac Jones, just keep your Mac Jones pick. Don't try to justify it. It's okay. Oh, I'm very happy with it. And I already justified it. It was the
2: first things out of my mouth when I said Mac Jones.
0: I mean, it was wrong, (laughs) but still, it's okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) Hey, Mr. (laughs) End-all (laughs) be-all. My on
1: the clock... You are on the clock. Yes.
2: Um, So I will go ahead and take my edge rusher here. Um, Another one without B roll and that's okay. Um, You did fantastic. Aaron. I appreciate you real deal. Uh, I am going to take Mr. Odafe Jason away from the Baltimore Ravens. Great season, high motor in the right system, a defense, a defensive player who wants to just get better doing that in Baltimore helps that immensely uh 23 solo tackles five sacks three forced fumbles he lived in the backfield and he's only going to get better man having Cedarius smith would have been great to put next to him uh but you know it's cool i'm sure he enjoys being the the guy uh which is something he has a chance to be moving forward especially when that secondary and everyone else gets healthy and you're just adding that young talent to it the ravens uh if they come back healthy and stay healthy that defense is going to be problems again next season
0: and
1: back to back. <laughs> I like that um, away. My, pick. I I I've been a big Jason away fan for yeah. quite a while now. I a good pick. Was, he
0: he too was downloading.
2: Yeah, I yeah. thought you were gonna go there when you went Jalen Phillips because if you had, I was gonna go Jalen Phillips. I really enjoyed the Jalen Phillips pick as well. So I mean, you left me with the other guy who I'm very
1: happy to have. Um, yeah. I think all I needed. A lot of a people forget down, what he did but... at the beginning of the season too. A lot of people forget what what uh, what away did at the beginning of the season. Like he well, was, done, was He was number four. He was game changing at the beginning of a season for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah.
2: Yep. And then mm, hit that hit that rookie wall. Is that what we feel like happened? Yeah. A very good chance. <laughs> um yeah, well, uh and Jordan, tight end.
0: <laughs>
1: oh no, you are going. Oh no. no. I don't have anything else. Who who else is out there? I forget who else is out there. Tommy Trimble would be the next guy, really, and
2: that's it. Like, I mean, I think there's another. But wait,
0: listen, I do got Brevin Jordan B-roll.
2: Oh, do you? you you really? That's right. Yeah, yeah, of course. My bad. Oh. Oh? Oh? (laughs) Oh? Yeah, I'm excited to see this tape. This man's got hands, and we said that from the get-go. 70% catch rate, only played nine games in the season, but this guy is going to be a good tight end, and we're only seeing up close in his – ability to be open in the red zone this guy's a downfield threat as well get him on a couple seam routes and he's going to be that type of guy that can catch the moonshot and take it to the house uh not much going on with the texans unfortunately for him but hopefully maybe he'll get a connection with davis mills this season and be one of the second year standouts that i'm hoping for i might draft him in fantasy way 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 late way 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 late way 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 late in my deep leagues with like 18 to 20 people way late (laughs)
0: OK, Um wait, wait. I, I got O-line and linebacker left. I'm going to I'm going to save my my linebacker since I don't need it anyway. I've got my O-line here. Um, <laughs> I'll take my offensive lineman here. I think this one was pretty easy as well. If I can find him. Is he in here? Oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm taking Panay Sewell from Detroit. Uh, we're talking about a guy that was highly touted coming out of uh, coming out of college. He struggled early on, but just one sack allowed after week six. He didn't allow many pressures after week six as well. He started to come on. We saw that get going with the Detroit Lions running game and DeAndre Swift. And even uh, Craig Reynolds came in. Um, whoever they had at quarterback was had some time back there to get the ball to Monrose A. Brown. I think Panay Sewell is going to be a really good tackle for a long time in the league. Um, easy pick after uh, Rashawn Slater and Creed Humphrey were gone.
2: Yeah. I like that one. He, uh, he came on, it took him a couple uh, weeks, but once you got it going, he was on point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good pick as well, especially in the future. He's going to be, he's going to be an anchor for that Detroit lions offensive line. I have two picks left. I'll wrap this one up easily. Uh, running back Elijah Mitchell and wide receiver Jalen Waddle. We will go in order here just for you, Aaron. Elijah Mitchell. He was Kyle Shanahan's go-to running back all season long Whether, Well, I know what people will say. They tried the the experiments with Raheem Mostert and all the other running backs. They filled in there, but Elijah Mitchell was the most consistent back in that backfield in San Francisco. He was, he's the third best running back from this draft class It's plain and simple. And then the other pick, I thought you were going with him, Aaron, and it's really a surprise you didn't because he is the second best wide receiver from this class. It's Jalen Waddle. He was Tua's go-to guy. And you talk about the future. We talk about the future, what the, what it looks like with the quarterbacks. What's the future look like with Jalen Waddle? He's got Tyreek Hill now coming in there to me. I think they're going to be one of the best duos in the NFL and Jalen Waddle is going to benefit from having Tyreek Hill Take that attention away from him. He's going to be that safety net for Tua because Tua is not going to be able to throw the ball that far down the field to Tyreek Hill, So he's going to be able to give the ball to Jalen Waddle. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't get your panties in a wad. Jalen Waddle is my pick.
0: Um, I'll just say Jalen Waddle, 140 catches or uh, targets. Um, It's going to be tough for him to get 140 targets again with Tyreek Hill there. Um, And you add in a Cedric Wilson, and they still have Devontae Parker there. Whoever knows what they're going to do with him. You still have Mike Gusecki, and then some now backs out of the backfield. I think it's going to be hard for him to get that. He might be a little bit more efficient, and he might see some more bigger plays from him. But he was kind of playing really close to the line of scrimmage, and he was a PPR monster. But obviously, he's he's really, really good. Um, My last pick is is another easy one and i'm surprised i mean i'm not surprised that you guys didn't take him but i'm surprised you said you only had two linebackers on your list when this man went under the radar last year and we we talked about him jeremiah wusu koromoa jock ranked eighth and first to contact among linebackers this dude gets downhill and he gets downhill fast this guy didn't even he's only started 10 games again he took a while to get going he dropped in the draft because of a condition that he says he's fine from now. He's gonna he's gonna be on the field. This Damn. is a guy now playing full time in Cleveland that you are going to see is a difference maker. Jeremiah Usu-Kuromoa, Um, I'm very very happy f- him falling to the third best overall linebacker. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that pick. And there there are some linebackers or are labeled linebackers that are really pass rushers, which I didn't include in this. So yeah. just you know, just so we're aware of that. But um, yeah, give me some jock.
2: That one had me when I was trying to decide on like my defensive lineman. I was like, "Are we counting like OLBs that are rushing, or are we like are we only go in?" I had to make my choices, but that's okay. It's
0: okay. Yeah. Um.
2: I don't know if I'm looking like poop because I can see myself moving super slow.
1: I am um, moving um, so wicked so slow. My Photoshop is burying my computer right oh. now. Okay.
2: Okay. All I right. All heard. Right. Well, then I'll I'll be quick then too. Um, I'm gonna go uh, with the teammate of who Aaron just picked. And that is my defensive back, Greg Newsome, the II. This is another guy who we thought had a chance to be really good, and he went to another uh, team with a defense full of young cats who are looking to be great. Allowed less than 40 receiving yards in eight out of ten games. Uh, he also only allowed eight first downs when he was the nearest defender, which is a stat that is going to make people see the next year uh, when these guys are getting on the field. Taking him, putting him with Jock, with Grant Delpit in the back, with um, uh, Denzel Ward on the other side. Uh, This is a a defense that has a really good chance to be one of the top defenses in the league this upcoming season. They're only a year older, and we watched some of the the youth kind of hold them back last year. I mean, I'm expecting the experience to be a year older and a year wiser, and if that's the case, you can see Greg Newsom become one of the better cornerbacks in the league from the help of having
0: everybody and so much talent around him. No Nate Hobbs? No Nate Hobbs? So... So Hobbs was – I actually didn't put Hobbs. I have Hobbs B-roll. I didn't even put it in there because I didn't think anybody was going to pick him. I, he's, uh,
1: Nate, he he was good. second on my – or he was third on my list behind uh, Holland. Nate Hobbs, Eric Stokes, uh, Trayvon Morig were, were all
0: really, really good. Um, there was There was some guys that I thought – that's why I said we could have done safety and corner. Um, Because I did, I did think there was enough guys to to make that happen, but um, yeah, so there was there was a lot there, Um, so it was hard to kind of narrow that down. I knew mine was going to be Patrick Sertan early if I could get him. So, but I did want to mention, I did want to mention one thing. Um, You talked about edge rushers and like Jason um, about Adafe Away. Watch out for for Joe Tryon, and we we talked about. Guys that are going forward, he didn't play a whole lot because he was behind JPP and um Shaq Barrett. But without JPP, though, this dude is on the line and he is a pass rushing machine. Joe Tryon of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he is going to make True an impact bro. next year and going forward. This dude is a, a legit pass rusher. Um, so I like him as well. And then you also talked about um, who was it? Damn it, now I forgot. Pass oh, rushers? well, I forgot. Yeah, no. I forgot I forgot. Well, that's what I was talking about for pass rushers with him. But you know um, who I, yeah, I had
1: yeah. on my list for pass rushers? I had Aziz Ojolari on my on my pass rushers. I know the Giants suck, but if there's one bright spot in the Giants, it was Aziz Ojolari there. I think he was very he showed a lot of potential uh in, in this season. And I think that Ojolari is is a good pass rusher. I do. Uh but- Oh, th- I know
0: where that. at. It was to Bailey. He he got mad because we didn't say Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown had a good year good into the year but you're not comparing a saint brown to the top three receivers yet i think yep. jamar chase Jalen waddle and Devonte smith have still established themselves as the top three guys yep. at this point uh with upside uh but Amon uh, he did show out i just wasn't ready to put him in that
1: yeah in that yeah yeah he, he was right. the bottom of the list for me yeah he was yeah. he was fourth he, he would have been fourth i mean yeah. it's why it's waddle uh, and he chase. Fifth for me i was really? he was fifth for me elijah mitchell elijah or, moore um, elijah moore was fourth for me. okay Okay. All right. Like the potential more than, than I get it. I get it. I like it. That's I like it. Uh, All right. Let's go through the drafts here real quick. AJ, this is your team highlighted by Jamar chase Rashawn Slater and Najee Harris. Uh, Some familiar faces from your old draft from 2021, Aaron, your draft looks like this with Kyle Pitts, Patrick Sertan and your boy Javante Williams and mine is like. So with Micah Parsons, the Muth of Loose, Pat Fryer Mouth, my team sucks. Uh, Javon Holland <laughs> and Creed Humphrey. You know, it's you not know like what? The, I don't have it like the flashy suck. names. I don't have the flashy names. I'm telling names.
0: you, you know where you guys lost the draft is taking Davis Mills and Mac Jones, bro. Are
1: I don't think, kidding? I don't think, I think Iowa, I think I hurt my draft by drafting Davis Mills. I don't think AJ, especially with the fans voting. I don't think people, I think the popular vote We'll be like Mac Jones. And then like the logical vote is like a Trevor Lawrence. And then no one's going to want to vote for Davis Mills because it's (laughs) Davis Mills. Uh, But either way, you guys can go vote on this at Sac city pod on Twitter real quick. I want to shout out my boy, Chris in the chat, Aaron, you like Arden Arden key, right? Yes. We talked about, talked
0: about him on Wednesday. Uh, I thought that was a huge signing for Jacksonville that kind of didn't even get noticed um, helping that defense out. That's a big time signing
1: for me. There you go. I just wanted to bring that one up here. Uh, Shout out to all the fans in the chat. Shout out to all the fans listening to us on all the podcasting platforms. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and checking us out. Make sure you please write us a review. Let us know what you think of the show so we can get better. And please follow us on all of our social media platforms at Sac City Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and exclusive content on TikTok. We'll be back again on Monday Live at 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on Facebook, YouTube, twitter and of course roku as part of the belly up sports tv for my best friend aaron mukes and for your boy aj johnson i am me we will see you monday peace out